Welcome to the Design Your Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Marilee Blair. Let me be your positive light to help you reach your highest potential and put you in an empowered frame of mind every episode. It's time to get excited for our lives and be in charge of designing our happiness every single day. Let's go. Welcome back to the Design Your Happiness podcast. Today's episode is so important to me. It's something I'm very passionate about and that I just had to have more quotes for this one. So this episode, I actually have four quotes of the day. This episode is about setting healthy boundaries. So here are my four quotes of the day that just are so important that you can relate to. So this first quote, the people you surround yourself with are excellent mirrors for who you are and how much or how little you love yourself. And that's by Jen Sincero. This next quote, surround yourself with people that push you to do and be better. No drama or mess, just higher goals and higher vibrations, good times and positive energy, no jealousy or hate. Simply bringing out the absolute best in each other. This next quote, love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious. You get to choose how you use it. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept. And that's by Anna Taylor. And our last quote, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves when we risk disappointing others. And that's by Brene Brown. We have to set boundaries for every person in our lives because it is teaching other people how to treat us. And that shows how we value ourselves. We need to care for ourselves first instead of worrying about hurting someone else's feelings. You know, sometimes we like to just keep people in our lives for a long time, even when we realize the respect has changed, you know, that they no longer care for us in the way where it's a two-way street. It could be all about them. And sometimes we keep these relationships or friendships with people a lot longer than we should because we're holding on to those positive memories we once had, or we remember how they used to be. So we keep these people in our lives that are no longer serving a positive purpose. They could be draining our energy. You know, they could be, they could be selfish. They could be narcissistic. They could be very negative. And sometimes we can make excuses for them just so we can keep them in our lives or we feel sorry for them or, you know, there's so many reasons why sometimes we keep people in our lives longer than we should, or we allow people to suck our time and we can't do that. In order for us to design our happiness and be so happy in our lives, we have to set boundaries with people, with our friendships in our relationships, with our family, with everyone in our lives. And it will it will help us so much. So I'm going to tell you this about myself. 
For a very long time, I have been a people pleaser. I have been the say yes woman. I've said yes to everything, even when it took place of me taking care of me. And, you know, it's and it's my fault. It's my fault that I've done that. So for a long time, you know, I started noticing this in high school. So in high school, I've, I've always been a very social person. That's just my nature. I get it from my mother. I'm an extrovert personality. I love making new friends. I love having millions of friends. And I am about quality. So I just, I just love having and learning about so many different people, their story, what motivates them to become, you know, themselves or their passion. And I've just, I've just been that way for so long. I just love people. And I'm always drawn to women with very good hearts. I just, I love women and, and men, you're amazing too. And, um, but there's, you know, I just love having lots of girlfriends. And so in high school, I remember, you know, I've always, I had a lot of friends in high school and my group of friends changed. And I, I remember that, you know, I had, a friend at the time that, you know, maybe we weren't the best friends to be together. And I let her treat me in a way that I shouldn't have been treated and I shouldn't have enabled it for so long. And it just, it got to the point where I just was always apologizing, you know, for, and I didn't do anything wrong. And I got to a point where I just, I couldn't be friends with her anymore because, you know, we just, we weren't bringing out the best in each other. And I'm not perfect. I have not made the best decisions. I try to be as good a person as, as I can, but I didn't make the best decision in how I ended that friendship. But I realized I had to end it because it was affecting my mental health so badly but I didn't realize it then, you know, when you're younger, you don't realize these, this terminology, you know, mental health was never discussed when I was in high school. And when you're in high school, maybe it's different. You just want to keep your friends. And, and it's also hard when you, you love that person, but you know that they're not treating you good and you're just accepting it. And that's what I did. I, I didn't like confrontation. I didn't like when, you know, people were sad or, you know, even though I was the one that was being manipulated, but it's, it's, I allowed it. And so, you know, I'm, I'm learning now, you know, I'm in my thirties now I'm learning more about what I want to have in my life, who I want in my life. And I'm more assertive and, and I'll tell you, the people pleasing part of me, it still lasted even into college. You know, I wasn't a very open person with personal things in my life. You know, when my parents went through their divorce, that was so hard on me. I just, I kept those things to myself. I was like, Marilee, you deal with it yourself. You don't cry. You don't show emotion. So in high school, 
I was in my classes, I was a class clown. And I, you know, I just loved being around my peers, because it helped me get away from the pain that I was going through with my, you know, parents divorce, because they had basically when I was in eighth grade, that's when, you know, everything just fell apart. I realized my father was not a good person at all. And that's a completely, you know, different story. I have forgiven him and he knows that. And I, you know, I tried to have a relationship with him now. And it's just, you know, that's, again, that's its own story. But that was a hard time in my life. And the way that I was able to get through it was, you know, being this, focusing on my friendships, always hanging out with my friends, but I didn't want to tell them all the things I was going through. I wanted to be there for them. So I became the listener. So when all my friends had problems in their lives with other friends or their relationships or with their families, I was the listener. And in high school, I was like, maybe in college or when I'm older, I'll be a psychologist because I'm the one who listens to all my friends and I give them advice or I am just there to listen. And I wouldn't always bring up things that, you know, for me, that made me happy. Um, and, and again, I did that to myself. And even into college, I was a, I was like that. And then when you keep things to yourself, even things that bother you, because you don't like confrontation, you can hit a trigger point. So I noticed that in college, you know, I, was living with five different women my freshman year of college. So there was six of us. And we had an apartment on college in college. And I remember that, you know, I internalized things. So I wouldn't say how I feel. And then one day, like, it was just something irked me. And I ended up, you know, getting upset with one of my roommates. And it was because I had been internalizing other things for so long. And so that's when I started learning, hey, Marilee, like, you do need to talk about how you feel like you can't just internalize it and keep it to yourself. And then the other thing about me is, so when I was in college, I was similar to how I was in high school, I loved having a lot of friends, you know, college is a once in a lifetime experience. So for me, what I wanted to do since I moved to San Diego by myself, I didn't know anyone, I moved from Northern California, not knowing a soul. And I wanted to make as many friends as possible. I wanted to join as many organizations as possible. And so I because I knew this was a once in a lifetime. And I was like, I'm going to make the most of this experience. Because it's not just now. That means I'm going to apply that to every part of my life for my future. So I wanted to start in college because I wanted to be this amazing, independent woman, you know, working, going to school and just being happy in my life. And I was positive because, you know, I talked about this in my very first episode because my mother had introduced me to the secret to the practice of the laws of attraction. So because I learned that early on, to go get through in a better way through my parents divorce and be positive, you know, I'm, I was still learning how to discuss certain things. And I still was learning in college, but I still wasn't, you know, fully open about everything, 
you know, that I was feeling. And so I continued to attract people in my life where it's like, I just wanted to take care of them. You know, like you want to be a listener. You just want to be there for people. And then you get to a point where you feel so taken advantage of. And because you don't give more, people get disappointed. So I had uh, a couple friendships where in college, you know, I was in so many organizations. I had so many friends and I had a friend tell me one day, you know, you're just so happy all the time and you're just so involved and, you know, you just have all these group of friends. Like, I don't know. And I was just so confused at what she was telling me I'm doing wrong. And I had known that because I, you know, wasn't commuting, communicating as frequently with texting her back, um, that that was something that she was disappointed with. And, you know, I wasn't in a relationship with this woman. I, you know, there was a time it was when I had been single and I was just hanging out with a lot of people, but, you know, we were such great friends and sometimes I don't know what it is, but if, you know, when you become best friends with women and all women are not like this, but I don't know if it's, I attracted women that get possessive over me and, you know, just want that attention from me because I was giving them so much attention. You know, I, my friendships mean everything to me. And I've had friends tell me I'm like, motherly the way that I love and I just I I love my friends so I want to take care of them you're my family you know and so when I don't continue to give you that daily attention you're they're like merrily you're not giving me that attention and I don't you know you're happy all the time you have all these people but I want your attention and I completely get that but I also realized you know it, it's also not fair to me to also give so much attention. But again, I, you know, I was still learning and I wasn't good with confrontation and I just wanted to keep everyone and I didn't want anyone to be unhappy. I wanted to, I put so many people's feelings ahead of my own. And then, you know, as I've worked with personal development, you know, in these past six, six to eight years, I feel like I'm finally in a place where I am the most authentic merely I have ever been in my life because I am finally not a people pleaser anymore and I don't say yes to everything. So before, so for example, back to when I was in college, I would say yes to everything with social gatherings. I was always like, oh, I'm going to go to this party, to this organization group, to this, to this. That's how all my days were. And I had, you know, six classes. I was working three jobs and, you know, and being in, and I was in a sorority, like the, I was in big organizations. I had a position, you know, with my one of, I had positions with two of the organizations that I was in. So I didn't really sleep in college and that's okay because I was young. I wanted to take advantage. And at the time you just, you know, you don't realize that, you can say no to something, but you don't want to miss out on anything. And I also, because of how uh, social and extrovert I am, I, you know, I didn't want to have that fear of missing out. And, you know, but that was on me. I put that in my head. 
And so as I've gotten older and I'm learning, you know, what's not working for me anymore. Like I, you know, I've had friendships where I completely get when we need to be the listener. When your friends or family or significant other are going through something and they need you to be there and listen. So it's not necessarily going to be an equal exchange in the conversation. And I get that. I will be there for all of my friends and family in a heartbeat. You call me, you tell me, Marilee, I need you. I need to talk to you. I will be there. But there's a bit of when you're overstepping that boundary. So when it gets to be so repetitive or you're constantly venting, but it's now it's turning to complaining because it's about the same thing over and over again. And it's always about that person. And I'm not, and you're not asking anything about me or it's not, you're not letting me or, you know, another person talk. That's when a boundary is crossed and I am being disrespected. You're being disrespected when you're in that place consistently all the time with that same person when there isn't a mutual exchange. It's not a win-win and it's not a two-way street. And that's not okay. That's not, that's not good for any relationship consistently if it's always like that. Again, if someone is going through something, you know, of course, be there for them. But, and you know what the boundaries are and how much you're willing to take and in your friendships. And, you know, we want to try to connect with everyone. But what I'm noticing now, because of how I used to be, you know, I just want so many friends and I just want to keep them all. But as I am an adult, you know, I just want good hearted quality friends, but that understand me and that love me for me and that support me. That's all we all want. Right. But it does need to be a two way street. You know, it cannot always be about the other person. And, and so you start to realize what is really important to you and that, This is called setting healthy boundaries because at the end of the day, we have to take care of ourselves and we can't just have people walk all over us. Or if you have friends that are like, oh, come to this and, you know, maybe you say no quite a few times. That's okay. If you have people that get upset with you because you say no to take care of yourself first, Those aren't the best people to have in your life. It doesn't matter how often, you know, you say no, unless it's like, you know, every time they're inviting you and you say no, maybe there's a reason why. Maybe you don't really want to hang out with these people. And that's okay, too, because we outgrow people. You know, we we want to change. We want to be our best selves. And when you are focused on growth and personal development, you'll notice you'll start attracting different friends and different people in your life. And some people are only meant to be in your life for a reason or a season so that you can learn. And, and that's okay. That's okay. You don't have to keep people in your life. If you don't want to, you don't have to give give anyone a reason because it's about your happiness and putting you first, finally put you first. And it's taken me 
you know, such a long time to get that. But that's why I'm telling you, I feel my most merrily because I'm finally doing that. You know, I, you know, I realize by wanting all, so many people in my life, not everyone understands me. And it's not always a natural connection. And I only want natural connections. So if it's not natural and, you know, it's just small talk, that's probably not the person I want to keep in my life as a lifelong friend. I'll be nice and respectful, but that doesn't mean that's my person. Because for me, I I know when I connect to someone, it's like, yes, I found this person. I want to be friends with them. Let's hang out. You know, let's talk. Let's text. So if it doesn't feel that way, that's okay. We can't connect to everyone. We're all different. And, you know, not everybody likes me. And that's okay. Just find your tribe and notice that it will always be evolving. And you can have friends for so long, you grow apart, then you can come back and find each other. And that's okay. That's just part of life. And it's also about your boundaries and what you're willing to accept. And know that you don't have to accept to be treated a certain way, especially if you don't like it. You know, as I, I had a friend, you know, for a long time, I, I kept her in my life because we had good times. So I was holding on to the good times of the past. But I realized, you know, we had just grown apart. And for my mental health to be really happy, I felt I knew the answer. I would be happier by not having her in my life. You know, I don't want to have conversations where people are just, you know, gossiping about other people. Like I want conversations where we're empowering each other and each other's dreams. Those are the types of people I want to surround myself with. Let's be positive. And again, we can be friends and vent. There's hard things and traumas that go through each other's life. But I want the foundation of the people that I'm with I want it to be positive. I want it to be inspiring and empowering. That's who I want to surround myself with. And that's what I'm going to attract. If I am always with those types of people, I will continue to attract those types of people. That's why we have to set boundaries. Because if we, you know, if we have friends that play victim. So I've had friends that are like that too. You know, they hold on to the past and they're always hurt or something is always happening to them. That's not a good person to keep in your lives either because it's going to exhaust you and drain you. And it's up to you what type of people you want to have in your life. But for me, I know that I can't, I cannot be friends with someone who constantly holds on to the past for, you know, every conversation is about that or unhappy on how unhappy they are, or they're just talking about negative things. I can't be friends with those types of people. And that's my boundary for myself and what I'm willing to take. I have to put my happiness first. So I'm setting a boundary that if people are just talking negatively and bad things, I'm going to remove myself from the conversation and that friendship. And I'm not doing it to be mean. I do care for people, but I have to take care 
of me. I have to take care of my mental health and what I'm willing to put into my mindset. If I am hanging out with someone who is miserable and all they constantly do is talk about bad or negative things, don't you think that after a week of listening to that, that you're going to get exhausted? Yes, you are. It's going to slowly affect you and and you're going to be stressed and then you're going to be exhausted because that is a toxic friendship. That's that's where a boundary needs to be set because you cannot accept that type of person in your life. It's not good for your soul or your mental health. So we need to learn to let those types of people go. We have to. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to put us first. We have to. Our lives are for us. And in order to be the best friend, love, lover, you know, family member, to we need to have relationships that we are happy in. Even with family. You know, even with family, there can be that toxicity and it's okay to distance yourself from a family member. I've also had to do that. It's okay. You're not alone. Everyone feels that way with certain people in their lives. And we need to, we need to recognize when someone is, you know, not meant to be in our lives forever and learn when to stop hanging out with them And, you know, it's no longer making us happy. That's the sign. And that's okay. Don't worry about hurting someone's feeling. Sometimes it's hard because when you've been with friends from someone for so long, it feels like a breakup. And and like I said, I, you know, I've had that happen where I've been friends with some females for so long. You want to keep it because you have these memories, but you've outgrown each other. Just appreciate the good memories that you've had, but know that it's okay. You don't have to keep them in. You don't have to force it. You don't have to keep them in your life forever. You know, have that space to grow apart. It's possible you can come back, but you don't have to. And it can be hard. There's a process. There's a grieving process because it is like a breakup. But then when you let those toxic people go, It's amazing you become happier and you flourish even more in your life and you continue to attract more positive things and more positive people because you have set those healthy boundaries for yourself and you are finally saying, I know what I deserve. I know how to respect myself and my time. So even when you're hanging out with people and you know, You know, you have to even think like, oh, I can't just listen to someone talk about themselves for a couple hours if they're venting. Even when someone's venting, allow, you know, enough time to be there for them, but to also, again, have time for you. You know, I've had I've had some friendships where, you know, some of my girlfriends were going through something and then they would talk to me for three hours, you know, at you know, every other day. And it's a lot on me too, because, you know, you want to be there and listen, but then that time sometimes is taken away 
from things that you need to do. So it's finding that balance, you know, and so that's what I've been learning. I want to continue to be there for my friends, for everyone, but I have to respect me too. I have to take care of me too. So I'll be there for you. I'll give, I'll give a designated amount of time, you know, and something my husband has taught me and he's told me this too, especially early in our relationships, you know, I would be, uh, he knows I, because I love hanging out with a lot of my friends, I'll be gone and I'll say, Oh, I'm going to be gone for two hours. And he'll say, Oh yeah, right. It's going to end up being four or five hours. And it, and it has been, and it's because I didn't have a set boundary of time. So, you know, and sometimes it's hard when, you know, if, if you and a friend are like so inspired and you just go back and forth, but for some people, you have to set an alarm clock, you know, and that's okay. So you can go and, you know, if you're working, you can make time to finish your project. You can make time to spend with your loved one. And so, you know, he taught me that and that's been really helpful. So again, you have time for yourself. You can be this person and be there for people and your loved ones, but you just have to make sure that it doesn't, go so deep into taking away from things you need to achieve for yourself and for your health. So setting boundaries and balance is just, it's always going to be so important. And it's part of self love. It's part of your happiness. So we have to really think about the types of people that we want to keep into our life. And setting healthy boundaries of how much we're spending time with people. If they have good energy, then we want to just constantly be around them. But again, also have that balance. So the more, you know, we learn and get older, we start to learn more about what we're willing and not willing to tolerate. And that's where I am in my life. And I wanted to share that with you, you know, from someone who has been a people pleaser, from someone who hasn't been confrontational or assertive. You know, now I talk about my feelings to people. Now I, even if it's hard, and that's part of growth. Um, Not that you have to be yelling at someone, but to be able to tell someone how you feel or, oh, that hurt my feelings. It's hard to say that to someone. And I'm finally in a place where I can say that, you know to a friend if they didn't mean to hurt my feelings, but I can finally say those things because I know how I want to be treated. And if I don't tell someone that something bothered me, they'll never know because people can't read your minds and they can't assume things. So when you want things in your life, you have to be vocal about it and you have to be willing to talk about it because that's part of growth by saying, oh, I don't want to talk about this because it, you know, I don't want to have confrontation. I don't want to risk getting into an argument. How will you ever grow with that person? You will, you will grow. And it will only be better for your friendship by saying what is on your mind because that person learns, oh my goodness, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I love you. And then you can move forward. So we need to discuss 
those things. We need to have those hard conversations, no matter who it's with, because it will only help us and make us our happiest selves while we are here on this planet. So please take care of yourselves. Set those boundaries and have that balance in your life so you can be your happiest you. And it's okay to remove toxic people from your lives. It's okay. I support you and I support your growth and I know how hard it is and know that it's okay because very successful people who are happy in their lives, they have gone through the same things. They remove those people even when it's hard because in order to be your happiest successful self and build an empire, you need to be with good people. You need to be surrounded with people who are motivating you and pushing you, not people who are bringing you down. So recognize the difference in the people that you surround yourself with and keep those who lift you up and bring out the best in you because that's what you should even have in your partnership with your significant other. Or if you're single, who you surround yourself, your parents, your family, you know, it's hard because you can't change people's mindset. But the people you want to keep in your life should be, you know, uplifting you. And if they're not, spend less time with them. And if it's with family and you do, you know, need to have time with them, again, with setting a boundary, maybe just keep it to, okay, I'll just see you at family functions. That's okay. Because you have to take care of you. You have to. You have to take care of you. We are all we have. We have to take care of ourselves now. And so I just, I need you to remember to please do that for yourself because we owe it to ourselves to live the life of our dreams and be as happy as possible. So I know I have repeated it so many times in this episode, but you can stop. If you're a person who's been a people pleaser, you can stop that. You can stop being the person to say yes all the time. Learn to start saying no. Learn. Say yes when you want to say yes, when it's right for you. You know, just make sure you are happy in your life with who's by your side, you know, and just that's the true key to designing your happiness. Thank you so much for joining me on the Design Your Happiness podcast. I appreciate you for listening and I hope you feel inspired. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your loved ones. I hope you have a beautiful day and get excited to design your happiness.